This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable! Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. So the only thing left to say is, you in? Order now on the McDonald's app and you can also get reward points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus. Rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. A goal Chris Billy Huddersfield Town. The most famous goal of Chris Billy's life. This the moment for Lee Fowler. It is. Take your place in Division 2. Huddersfield. Oi. Thank you. Champion Steve Simonson's boots now. He's missed. Steve Simonson clears the frame of the goal and collapses in a heap of tears. Huddersfield Town are promoted. Stephen Schindler. A chance to write his name in Huddersfield Town legend. And he takes that chance! Hello and welcome to episode 110 of The Warm-Up, getting you lubed up and primed for Huddersfield Town's big game against Sheffield United this Thursday. But what's this? No, I'm not Brady Frost. Unfortunately, uh, due to some videos circulating on social media on fight accounts, <laughs> it has come to light that Brady could have been involved with what can only be described as a fracas with a group of American teenagers who came off much worse after coming into aggressive contact with Frosty, the throwdown man. So we've had to take action of suspending Brady from the podcast until further notice. Or until at least he gets back from his work trip to London, as it is. Uh, right, so I'm your host, a man with more town caps than Kevin Nagel, Matt Shaw, and with me today, and I've always wanted to do this. <laughs> do it. So yes, with me today, I've got the wonderful duo. They're always fighting. Simpsons took inspiration from them. It's Tom and Jerry. How are we doing, guys? I'm doing great, Matt. I love the intro. Thank you. I'm the mouse. I'm the one who wins. Let's keep that in mind. <laughs> oh, dear. Anyway, will it be a catinacho today? So how are we? How are we both? Are you good? 
I'm doing great. Um, you know, I got over a uh, nagging cold has bugged me for about a week and a half. If I take more sips of water than seems normal, that might be why. But uh, I'm no better way to celebrate being healthy again than by doing the Anti Takes That Chance podcast. I'm so excited to talk some town, y'all. And are you excited for the American takeover of Huddersfield? You must be. I am. Um, I really appreciated Nagel tweeting out the picture of himself at the Sacramento Kings game with the Huddersfield town hat on. It's like, you know, I, I would have described my um, reaction to the news as cautiously optimistic. And the more I see of Mr. Nagel, the more I read about him, the more I learn about him, the less cautious I am and the more optimistic I am. I mean, I do think there are concerns you know, when you hear, okay, town are being taken over by an American, is this the sort of American who has the sort of American mindset of sports ownership where, you know, the club is strictly a money-making enterprise? Is it simply here to, you know, uh, try to become, an, uh, you know, an asset that accrues uh, financial value over time? Or is he actually here to, like, help Huddersfield Town, the football club? And, you know, it's such a little thing putting on a hat to go, uh, you know, to this basketball game. But it's a little thing that he didn't have to do, right? Like he's conscious that this is his role now, that he is, you know, the Huddersfield Town owner and that there are Huddersfield Town supporters who want him to express that and to fulfill that role. And that he's already very conscious of that is, is I think, a really good sign. Everything that we've heard, uh, I'm sorry, I don't remember the name of the Sac Republic fan who we uh talked to on the pod a couple of weeks ago samantha, uh, yeah I'm not sure uh, well uh, not to no, samantha uh, samantha's uh fc cincinnati oh she's gonna yeah me for that she's fc cincinnati isn't it mm. I, I best re-record this but um <laughs> 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 uh, yeah so uh we, we had the uh sac republic podcast on didn't we and there's uh right. the two people from that yeah. yeah 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 um you know just uh he seems genuinely like the sort of guy uh who treat sports as something other than a means to a financial end. And, you know, Sac Republic have performed that way. They are currently top of the table uh, in the USL. Now, of course, the USL is an extremely different animal from the EFL championship, to say the absolute least. Uh, but he seems to be an owner with an eye for hiring the right people and getting them to perform their jobs in the right way. Uh, I, I'm excited. I, I When the news broke, I was uh, you know, had a little bit of trepidation, but, um, you know, Nagel just seems like such, uh, you know, an upright guy who's done the right things. Like I said, the more I learn about him, the more excited I am. Me too. I think everyone's cautiously optimistic. And there's a little bit of a, I think I, I said in the other podcast, it's a little bit of maybe of Warnock hysteria. We're all drunk on Neil Warnock at the minute, but I think that good, good nature, oh, of course, the good nature is like that fine wine, the 74 year old whiskey, isn't it? But the, um, <laughs> Yeah, I think everything everything's kind of in a everyone's in a, a relatively good mood. But we could be in an even better mood or worse mood come Thursday. So we don't really need to set the scene so much for this, do we? Everybody knows what's happening. It's a Yorkshire Derby. It's Huddersfield Town versus Sheffield United. The Blades are promoted. The second place, done, dusted, up they go. Uh, Town need one point to secure what two months ago was the most unlikely survival story. I think I've seen in 30 years as being a Huddersfield Town fan. So it's not going to be easy. Sheffield United may be promoted, but there's no let up. Tom, the top of the form table, aren't we? In the last six and 10 games, they're right up there. Uh, the smash Preston, didn't they, at the weekend? Yeah. Um, how are we feeling on this? Because 
I was hoping that they would do a Burnley, but they don't, you know, we, you know, everyone seems to be doing a Burnley when it comes to playing people at the bottom, don't they? Um, apart from the ones who play us, which is frustrating. Although Reading fans argued Cardiff through the game on Sunday. That was <laughs> but um, yeah, how are we feeling about this one? Um, I mean, yeah, that because uh, Preston have, have looked pretty decent these last this last month or so, haven't they? So for Sheffield United to go and whack four past them, and it was a bit of a ooh. But Matt, I, I I've been having a look at kind of their away form recently. And although they've been picking up wins, they've been tight games. And I, I, I'm I, just hoping <laughs> they had a bit of a celebration after Preston. And You're hoping uh, they've been on the piss all week, is that what yeah, you're saying? Yeah, and they'll basically just be happy. It'd be a nil-nil. <laughs> and we can just have an enjoyable end of season, last game of the season. But um, yeah, it's not going to be easy, is it? But uh, I, I'm still quietly optimistic that looking at their away form recently that we can it'll be a close game and hopefully we can just see out that point really so obviously they were in the semi-final of the fa cup weren't they uh so they've had the semi-final and then i think they've had a couple of league games in quick succession as well so this yeah. is another league game on top of that which was missed due to the fa cup semi-final um i'm hoping that it's maybe a heavy rotation but even when you look at the rotation options they're still good haven't they that midfield yeah. where they've got burger they've got uh, Tommy Doyle, who's done really well recently. They've got McAtee. Uh, they've got, uh, you know, Ilman and Dai, who's, you know, one of the best players in the league. You know, they've got so much, so much in there. Ollie Norwood can come in and, you know, Ollie Norwood would, would, would be fantastic in, in our team at the minute because he's so experienced and he can just ping balls all day. Uh, and he's and he's a much better player than the one that left us, you know, almost, well, is it 10 years ago? It's almost 10 years, isn't it? So, you know, they've got a lot of riches there that in defence, they've got a number of solid players. John Egan's back. Uh, Ahmed Odzic is fantastic. I think he's Bosnian, isn't he? The centre back. I've done that with no research, so if I'm wrong, I do apologise. So, uh, and you know, Baldock at right wing back. It's such a team full of full of riches. Um, have I worried you, Jerry, with with the riches <laughs> of uh, Saudi the king? I think it's a Saudi prince, is it, who owns them? <laughs> I forget. Uh, well, he's no Kevin Nagel. We know that. Um, no, you just you know, I pull up like they're who scored you know, roster for the season and go down. It's like, all right, well, let me find these soft touches, you know, that they might rotate in. And it's like, oh, well, you know, uh, Billy Sharp doesn't play a lot. Oh, crud. Like, you know, if they rotate in Billy Sharp, do I really feel like that much better? Uh, you know, Reem Brewster, uh, you know, Jaden Bogle, I think when I've seen that kid, he's been really good uh, for them. You know, it's just like, even if they rotate, um, they're still putting out, a really talented squad like that can absolutely come in, uh, you know, to the John Smiths and win a game. Like that's what they're capable of. Certainly their attacking talent. I think, you know, uh, if town is on point, I, I really, what does give me some optimism, particularly in the, how seriously are they going to take this department is that it is a Thursday night game, uh, you know, away. Like if they were playing, in front of their fans, if they were playing on a weekend, you know, with a little bit more sort of, you know, build up to it, um, you know, I, I think they'd be a little bit more likely to come out, you know, and really say, all right, well, you know, we have a job to do. Let's go out and do it. Um, you know, I'm a little bit more hopeful that, you know, these midweek games can be so sort of, you know, it's been rescheduled. They're done with their FA Cup run. They're done with promotion. I saw a uh, hacking bottom 
said, you know, his like rallying cry, <laughs> uh, I read this in, uh, you know, the examiner is that they're trying to finish with more wins than Burnley on the season, you know, that they can't win the championship, but they can still have more wins than Burnley, which to me, if I'm a Sheffield United player, that's not really going to get my blood boiling, uh, you know, for this particular matchup. So, uh, you know, I'm hopeful that, you know, especially if for me, I, I'm with you, Matt, that like, um, you know, you've talked about how not seeing Reading win for a long time makes you feel their due. I'm the other way with Sheffield United. I think they had a really good performance. Obviously, they, you know, beat West Brom to get promoted. They had that great performance against Preston. I'm hopeful that they now feel like finally, okay, the season's to bed. Uh, this is a Thursday night game, uh, you know, uh, away. We don't really have to put the pedal to the metal in this one. That's what I'm hoping. But there's no way to know. Like, there's no FIFA rating for, like, the team where it's like, oh, Sheffield United have professional pride rating 89 or whatever, you know. So uh, it, we, we kind of just have to wait and see. I think with that in mind, Tom, you had a chat, didn't you, with one of my favorites, so uh, Johnny Bamba Gascoigne from the Shoreham View. And uh, Tom had a trip down to the Steel City, didn't you, and, and stole a few words with Johnny, and here's what he had to say. Hi, uh, this is Johnny from the Sheffield United fan channel, the Shoreham View. Uh, I've got a few questions from your lads, so I'll give an answer now. Uh, has this season lived up to my expectations? We got promoted. So, yeah, the short, short answer of it is, yeah. Um, we had a few blips, but at the end of the day, we, we powered through. And I said any team that finished above us this season will finish first. Burnley. So I was right in that sense. <laughs> so it, whilst I've had my gripes this season, I can't complain with how it's gone. We do need to get some of this off-field drama sorted because that could have really held us back. But no, I'm, I'm not going to moan too much. Happy Blade. Expectations met. We're in the Premier League. Who was our standout player this season? Illiman and Dye, had you look any further? We've had Analak Hodzic, he's been brilliant at centre-half. We've had other good players in the team. Sander Berger's just always brilliant. But you can't look past him, Dye. He's just been outstanding. Uh, and now he's not one player of the season. I will never, ever, ever know. But then again, Michael Carrick also going to the uh, top managers list, didn't he? So, suss that one out. Prediction for Thursday. We, we finished off the home season with a flurry, 4-1 win over Preston. Best way to go out, really. This game is Neil Warnock, isn't it? So, as I think as one of your guys says, they could probably get a 1-0 lead to us field and then Warnock could come and sit with us for the rest of half and keep you up. Ideally, we want to keep winning. We want to finish the season as strong as we can and carry that momentum forward. But I do see it with you guys having a lot more to play for than us at this point because we're already up. You may want it a bit more. So, I can see a one all. Okay, thanks to Johnny. Johnny's one of my favourites that we we uh, we get the info from. He's a funny lad, is Johnny, and we'll we'll miss him, won't we, Tom? Next year, um, all the best to Sheffield United in the Premier League. And if you want to have a nice uh, little parade and uh, put your feet up and you know have a few pina coladas on the beach, then I think Thursday night is the night. It's rugby league night as well, Jerry, over here. So you know you can stick oh, the rugby league on and see you know and, and watch some good rugby league. So. Um, yeah, so as Brian Horton once said, it's not about what they do, it's about what we do. But terrible tactical negligence aside, I'll tell you what we'll do and we'll take a break. But before we do that, let me tell you about Magic Rock Ruin. Uh, if you use our code of AHTTC10, you will get 10% off all orders at www.magicrockbrewing.com. And if you head there on Thursday, you may even see one or two of us before the game. 
So use that code, make the most of it, and get it down your neck, lads. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable. No, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely, and control vehicle at all times. Cosy, what, what's your favourite away day? Matt, it's got to be the city ground at Nottingham. Just old school stadium, you're right near the pitch, great atmosphere. But there's nothing like playing at home. Same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. You win... Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Right then, guys. So let us move on. So uh, the next part, Tom, is is going to be the mailbag. You've got mail. What a jingle. There we go. That's my favorite it is, yeah. So, right, let's have a look what we've got in the bag. Let's have a look, ruffle around in the old sack. Uh, and what do we have? We have one question this week uh, from Liam Noble. And Liam says, number one, where should the statue of Warnock be put at the ground? And number two, in what pose should it be? I would want the 95 playoff final with him holding the trophy. So, you know, there, there is a serious... Uh, I've, I've actually... I'm doing a article at the minute which is i've got chat gpt to name the best huddersfield town 11 of all time i've not finished it yet i've been at it for about 10 days and it's hardly a a masterpiece uh but it did get me thinking that huddersfield town probably should have a statue of billy smith at the ground um you know we've got there's one at preston is it blackpool where there's one tackling through the water or is that preston and it's a brilliant one i think it's blackpool isn't it where it's like a a water stanley matthews yeah. I can't remember. There's one somewhere, isn't there, where they're tackling through the water. I don't know if it's Preston yeah. with Tom Finney or whether it's um, Blackpool with Jimmy Armfield or somebody like that. But it, it's brilliant. I, I think that kind of does lack a little bit. I know it's a shared stadium, but I would like to see maybe a Billy Smith or could we see a Neil Warnock if the job is complete? I like the Neil Warnock face away at Watford where he kind of does that deadpan look to the camera and kind of goes, it's about having a good manager, isn't it? And yeah. that that look for me <laughs> needs to be crystallised somewhere, doesn't it? And just put on display in the Louvre or something. It's just an absolute marvellous piece of Neil Warnock deadpan humour, isn't it? And um, I, I love that. Um, so for me, it's Neil Warnock's face of where he says, I'm just, just about having a good manager. So I'll throw that over to the next one over to you, Tom, because we'll give Jerry a moment to have a think about whether he'd like to go to playoffs or anything else. Yeah, yeah, I, I think I think that's a really that is a really good shout, Matt. I mean, in in uh, the classic would be in with a, a the playoff trophy though, wouldn't it? Outside the ground, you're right though. It'd be, it'd be nice if things are going to progress like outside the ground and things. It would be nice to have a few statues of legends dotted around, wouldn't it? Because it just makes it feel a bit more like a football ground then as well, and 
remembering your history and stuff even just little murals and things dotted around is, oh don't get me started on this mate. i have i have proposed <laughs> via via someone via the htsa i proposed this huge idea for huddersfield town you're gonna get all oh, the soapboxes out so uh, is there a diorama in your office there somewhere matt oh. we can't see where you got a little tiny John Smiths with all the different things you want to see and little figurines around the side of the yeah. thing. There. Oh, don't speak of figurines. My little boy's into wrestling at the minute and he's got absolutely loads of wrestling figures. But Sweet. anyway, yeah, so the Kilner Bank, uh, when you when you sit in the Kilner Bank and you go back down the stairs, there's a yeah. huge wall yeah, Matt, of I nothingness at yeah. the back. <laughs> and what I suggested is, uh, very similar to what I think Man City have is, you could do from the very start, from the left to the right, you could produce mm. a mural of a timeline of Huddersfield Town and then popping out of the timeline can be legends. You know, you get to 1920s, you've got Herbert Chapman, you've got Billy Smith, you've got uh, Sammy Wadsworth, George Brown scoring 150-odd goals, etc. cetera. Uh, you can get to the 50s and you get, you know, you get Les Massey, uh, his 60s, isn't it? Jimmy Glazard, Vic Metcalf, then Les Massey, uh, then move on, Frank Worthington, all these players, 80s, Buxton, Steve Kinden, Ian Robbins, etc. Dave Cowling, 90s, Boothie, Jepson, Bullock, you know, and, and all these figures. And it would just be such a wonderful thing to go and yeah. look at. Something that tells a story of Huddersfield Town. And obviously don't make it go all the way to the end because you can keep adding to it. Um, but in the end, it, it kind of got pushed into that little thing that Pete O'Toole did in the Cowshed Loyal, which was pretty small in the end. But for me, that, that would be something spectacular and something that Huddersfield Town should strive to do. And I always think Huddersfield Town's a club that kind of like when we're going on about the trophies, uh, not trophies, the statues and things like that, they kind of do things down a little bit too much or and, and they don't sort of make uh, like a big glorious um, ex, a big glorious show of what, what we've done. And we tend to talk ourselves a bit down and much about the little dog, the small guy, the little dog, don't we? Uh, enough of that. Kevin Nagel's in with his glorious moustache and hat. <laughs> Let us show Huddersfield Town to everybody and let's get the Kilner Bank wall done and let's and let's get a Billy Smith statue and maybe Neil Warnock's picture at Watford Tom could go on that big mural if if he keeps yeah. us up what about you Jerry I've, I've waffled you've got you, you do you know what? Jerry actually laid a few seeds there didn't he and got me on my soapbox to give himself a little bit of extra time I think there so <laughs> go on then Jerry has he frozen Tom in my opinion, that that internet getting over here might be a bit slow. <laughs> he was giving it the big one, wasn't he, about the router that he just put router. <laughs> and uh, but he's, I think he's back now. He's he's smiling. Every time, Tom. Every time we get Jerry on that router, router Jerry lets him down something chronic. Oh, we'll come back to Jerry on that one, won't we? Um, but yes, that's the that's the mailbag. Um, just while Jerry's reconnecting or, or doing what he needs, I think it's important to say that the game on Thursday in the 61st minute, uh, there's going to be a round of applause for a, a town fan called Stephen Brook, who is uh, massively missed by his town supporting friends. So after the game, uh, people are going to... Uh, raise a glass at the Jules Verne, so uh, feel free to uh, to pop along to to that as well. So um, if if you know him, and all the very very best to um, you know him and his family, um, and hopefully Jerry will be back soon. So I think he's gonna he's gonna reconnect, isn't he, Tom? So yeah. we're now into you're the boss, aren't we? 
So does Brady have a jingle for this? I don't. I don't think he does have a jingle for this. I think he's got jingles for pretty he much everything yeah. down here. I know, Brady. Come on, sort yourself out. Oh, no, he right. doesn't have it. But um, never mind. Probably for the but, best. Uh, yes. Yeah, so you're the boss um, <laughs> against Cat. Would you change anything from Cardiff, Tom? I don't know, Matt. Really, P- probably not. I mean, I th- I think people might call out get Hungbo on, but I I quite like him as a bit of a impact at the moment. Um, I thought we, I know Cardiff were potentially on the beach as well, but I, I think it was all set up quite nice, wasn't it really? I think it was really well balanced. Um, and I actually think that was one of our better kind of attacking performances this season. I mean, you were there. I mean, I only, I only saw it on the television. So, Oh, was you? I thought you were there. Sorry, uh, was it Poz was, was yeah. there? Yeah. Uh, no, Poz um, didn't go either. Do you know what? He's, Poz, he's, uh, oh, I'm calling Poz everyone Poz out. Poz, ah. you know, let, let's call him out. Let's call Pozzer out. He was going to go to this game. His little lad begged him to go to Cardiff, but he decided not to go because he missed out on the free coach. He is the tightest man you will ever come across. He's a proper Yorkshireman, Jerry, is Pozzer. And I hope he listens to that. You let everyone down, Poz. <laughs> But it gave right. someone else a chance to be on camera anyway. All right. Um, uh, am I back Jer- now? Am, am I- yes. You're back, Jerry. Okay. Yeah. You're All right. Back. Have we so- moved on from the Neil Warnock discussion yet? Or if is you've there got a Neil Warnock to- discussion, you throw something in, mate. <laughs> I was going to say, I I would like a statue uh, of the way I feel like I was introduced to Neil Warnock was of videos of him giving his team an absolute bollocksing or bollocking. Oh. I We don't say that. In the uh, locker, am I allowed to say that on this yeah, podcast? Do you, know what, do you know what'd be really good? You've got me thinking that it, there should be like a room. Do you know, like they have a room in the stadium way or a bar? Yes, and you can walk through, and then Neil one at bollocks you as you walk through the Ooh. bar. That would be <laughs> special, wouldn't it? That would be good. Yeah. But anyway, it's just you know, <laughs> you know, like you know, the expressions he has in these videos, in uh, you know, for these team talks, where he just cannot stand to look at these horrible players who have failed him so badly in the first half. Oh my gosh. And you know, the fact that like they know that he's giving them that treatment because he cares so much about winning and he knows that they're capable of better than that. Um, I feel, you know, this has obviously been like an absolutely atrocious season. I cannot believe that have had to see them draw that game against Blackpool, that I sat through that game against Preston, where they would not have scored if they had played 390-minute games. Like, that Coventry game just made me want to lie down on the ball on the floor. But after all of that... Which one? Yeah, which one? Well, yeah, no, the, yeah. the one at March that left them, like, yeah. you know, rude to the table, you know, where we were all like, they're done. Stephen Chicken wrote, like, yeah, they're done. And if Stephen Chicken is like, it's over, then you have very, very good reason to believe it's over, right? Um, But now, you know, Warnock coming in and doing the thing he's done, like as somebody who came to town much later than you guys, obviously, you know, and you hear stories about what an incredible manager he was, how charismatic he is, the things he can accomplish, and then being able to experience that as a town fan. Now in 2023, seeing exactly what Warnick is like and seeing the impact he can have on a team firsthand has been so tremendously special. And I will be 
beyond devastated if they don't finish this off with a point and get to safety. Like surely this story that, you know, we've all gotten to experience and that I feel like I've been lucky to experience over the last two months. Surely, surely this cannot end with them actually being relegated. It just, I, you know, this is why I feel more optimistic about the Sheffield game and about the Reading game than maybe I should because they're playing Sheffield United. They're second in the league for a reason. They're getting promoted for a reason. Reading, if they don't get a point against United, Reading are going to come in knowing they have absolutely nothing to lose. They're going to throw absolutely everything they can at us. That game, the thought of it terrifies me. Take my spleen. Jerry, you're breaking up a little bits there, Jerry. We heard spleen, which oh. was enough, I think, for, for what we... In exchange <laughs> for what we need for a point, right? Um, what we'll what we'll do is we will um, okay, um, right. So, town against Cardiff was uh, you know yeah. we were just talking about that briefly with Tom. It was a, a a good performance away, and I think this is probably going to be a, another one where it's kind of cagey, isn't it? And um, Town are really going to have to look after that midfield, aren't they? Especially in that sixth mm. position. So I'm, I'm wondering whether they might even throw in Romani Edmonds Green back into this one. Uh, Diara yeah. might take a step back out. Romani Edmonds Green decent in that sixth role, along with you know you likes a, a Hoggy in there, or he allows Hoggy just to be a bit, a bit higher, doesn't he? So maybe he will pick up and you know you've got if and die plays obviously and you know Burger etc. You know you need a little bit of. Um, a little bit of strength in there, don't you, to deal mm. with them? And is Romani Mins going that? Can Kasumu do that? It, you know, thankfully, yeah. I'll bow to Neil Warnock's decision on and everything. Everything that he's done, you know, even Lee Nichols on on Sunday, he, he's thrown Lee Nichols in, and everyone was well. A lot of us were like, "That's a, that's a big call. He's not played for four months. He's going to be rusty." Vaslik's done okay, uh, and then Nichols. I think some people were a bit harsh, maybe on the goal. Maybe a, a fully fit Nichols might have saved it. I don't know, but. You know, in it's the so end, close, he's, man. It's so close, yeah, isn't it? It's pulled up a those. save at the end, which is decent yeah. and, and won us the game. So, yeah, can't argue too much. And whatever Neil Warnock does, I'm generally going to be happy with, I think. So, it's just one of those things, isn't it? Um, so I'm just going to leave it to the to the great man and, and see what we're uh, score prediction. Uh, do you know what? This is Huddersfield Town, isn't it? It just feels like you know, we, we're 2 0 up against Cardiff, Jaheim Headley's got a virtual open goal hasn't he and it, it comes back at him and it's difficult isn't it it's not it's not like he's missed a Ronnie Rosenthal or anything like that is it he's, he's it's come back off the post at him at, at pace he's and he's hit the bar um that 3-0 gives us such a good platform and we probably win that game 3-4-0 yeah. then don't we and then goal difference isn't an important thing it just feels like we're going to lose to Sheffield United and then have the last game where everything rides on it. Reading will mm. go one up, you know, and then all of a sudden we'll be being, we'll be in the process of being relegated before we come storming back or something. So for me, Huddersfield Town don't do things the easy way. They piss me off. They don't do it the easy way, Tom. We haven't been automatically promoted since 1983. It's playoffs or nothing, you know. And we 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 do we we always take the hard option. And I would love it if we got the point on Thursday and just took the easy option. We don't do that. <laughs> we just don't do it. Know, do we, Tom? 
we just know, don't man. do these things. So for me, I feel like we're going to lose just because we because we don't do things the easy way. The easy way would be just to get the point and then, you know, cigars out on on Monday, but I just feel down, don't do it. So I'm a little bit worried we're going to lose the game. I'm always worried we're going to lose the game. You know what I'm like? Um, you are. I really. <laughs> I do think we can get the draw, but just that I've just got that nagging 30-odd years of Huddersfield Town experience that tells me that we don't do things easily. We will not win. We will not get a point from this game because it has to go to the last game because it's Huddersfield Town. And we have to put the fans through the ringer. We have to make them suffer. This is what we do. <laughs> so it genuinely feels like, you know, even though we've got the great Neil Warnock, we're going to lose. And then we're going to go one down against Reading. And then, you know, and then all of us have our hearts in our mouths for 40, 50 minutes or something and have a miserable, then happy day on, on Monday. Um, yeah. But please, Tom, let's get, tell me I'm talking nonsense. Right. We, we'll I, I'm going gonna, gonna to make you feel a bit better here. Our, historically, Matt, we're, we're, see, I'll say this quietly, we're a little bit of a bogey team for Sheffield United. Touch wood. Touch wood. When you look at when you look at his record against them, it's not that bad. Um, I mean, very. We've been playing for a long time, over hundred years. I couldn't believe that. It's mad. Like you forget how, how long football's been going on, don't you? Sometimes. Um, but yeah, I mean, we're we're winning the head to head forty two to thirty, so it's not terrible. There's there's your little positive. But Matt, I'm gonna say I think we can get this draw. I think. I think and I, I don't want to put it out there, but I, I just, I just, it's really difficult to say players are on the beach and that because they're professional footballers and they should always be going out and doing their job. But it's Sheffield United, it's Warnock's club. He's a legend there as well. It's like Heckingbottom and um, Stuart McCall know him and stuff. It's like. There's, I'm not saying they're gonna make sure it's a draw, do but it's I'm subconscious. Just, do you think it's a subconscious? Yeah, thing? I think I think there'll be a bit. Of, I think it'll it'll just it'll There's be a, a lot weird of Sheffield atmosphere. United fans hate him. It's bizarre. There's a lot of hate for Neil Warnock in Sheffield. It's from Sheffield United fans. It's really weird. I don't understand yeah. why. I don't really don't understand why it is. But, um, but he's a he's a fan of them, isn't he? As well, so it's like, um, yeah, it's very. It's gonna be really. I think it'll be a weird atmosphere, which might play in our advantage. Where it potentially almost feels a bit more like a, a friendly more than anything. Hopefully calms the calms things down and um yeah, we just see it out. Nil nil Matt, that's what I'm going for. And I'll be buzzing straight to Magic Rock after if it's open. <laughs> uh, yeah, it might be close. It might actually I don't know if it's ten or eleven. Um I'll, I'll run up that hill. <laughs> All right, Kate Bush. Right, so <laughs> Jerry, are you back with us? Or are you still having router issues? I think he's frozen again. Yeah, he's having router issues. Is Jerry, isn't he? I think we should have. A, I think we should crowdfund him a new one, don't you, Tom? I know. Yeah, so do I. Um, right. So we'll get we'll we'll get Jerry to reconnect. Um, and maybe oh, he, maybe if he can um, write down his score on a piece of paper. And hold it up. And hold yeah. it up. <laughs> He's giving up. It's kind of like slow frame rate giving like, yeah. like a robot, isn't it? Giving Jerry, um, hold how, hold up hold up your fingers. What score do you think it'll be? 
This is great podcasting as well, isn't it? Yeah, especially if you're listening. <laughs> oh, he's gone. What have you he's done? He's gone again. He's gone. He'll come back. Let's do Kwana's questions, I think, while... Yeah. Um, until, yeah. So, Tom, you're going to do go. Kwana's questions. And, of course, Brady's got a jingle. A few things, things change, but also a lot of things are still the same. There we go. And we'll go for it again. Uh, that one needs work. <laughs> Definitely needs work, that one. Um, right. Kwana's question. Qu- in cut- uh, go on, then. <laughs> um, the question was, Matt, this week, what's your favourite memory slash moment when HTFC have played Sheffield United? So topical, obviously. Um so we had a, a number of responses. Mark Harrison says it has to be the playoff final plenty to shoot out. I mean, that comes off comes up quite a lot, obviously. Um, but his me- his his favourite memory is of the class the sh- oh yes the class that the Sheffield United players showed when they applauded the town fans after their defeat and they came around the whole stadium, didn't they? And um, were applauding everyone. Um, Caldwell's last-minute winner, Liam Noble, says um, that was pretty good as well as the playoff final. Yeah, it was decent. Um, Nick also mentions the Caldwell Caldwell, um, winner. Um, Here we go. Terrier1964 says, as an alternative to the obvious, the first time I went to Bramall Lane, be about 1981, and Steve Kinden ploughing through the mud to score two late goals in a two-all draw. He was an awesome sight with a full head of steam up. Full head of steam up. I mean, I don't know what that means, but head of steam. Good pub, isn't it? Head of steam. Yeah, it is. Yeah, <laughs> up at the station. <laughs> um, yeah, I've heard good things about Kinder Sheffield United. That was, I think, that was during their promotion runs, wasn't it? That sort of era. Yeah, Boxton, I mean, Boxton era. Yeah. Take him on coming coming on Thursday night and getting us a two-all draw, wouldn't you? Um, Kindo, he'd, he'd, he'd give it a go with Kindo. He's, he was a, he was some specimen. Was <laughs> <laughs> and then Scott Bradley says also a three nil win at their spot in two thousand eleven, the season that we went up on a Tuesday yeah. night. Uh, brilliant days, Lee Novak with two and Oscar Goben before our yeah. time. The Grouch, yeah. I think Alan Lee and that Lee Clark used to rotate. He used to like Alan Lee and Lee Novak up front just to. Harass! What an what an awful yeah. duo that what, is to play against. Alan Lee Elbow and your Novak yeah. chasing you—that's a horrible sort of it's, it's day for a defender, isn't it? <laughs> uh, League One defender, yeah. Um, yeah, Jerry. Jerry's Jerry has as WhatsApp me. He says predictions one all. Don't know if you could see that, but unfortunately, Jerry, we couldn't because it was all frame rate. He's uh, he's blaming the Chromebook. I, I think it might be when you use these browser-based software things like Streamyard. It can mm. sort of it can really hammer your. Um, your web browser and then it'll cause your laptop to overheat so maybe it was yeah but um yes so what about your favorite memory tom you must have a favorite memory from sheffield maybe from sheffield united i I actually so i you know i did those um like football timelines a few years ago and this isn't i mean it's my favorite memory of sheffield united i ended up doing a sheffield united one when wilder took them up twice and i got in uh it's Danny Grant. They're not Danny Grant. Danny Holt, maybe. I can't remember the writer's name. <laughs> he wrote a book about it, Matt, but I, I did some artwork for that. There's there's my favourite then. Um, but, you can, I mean, you can't beat playoff final. That was 
one that was actually possibly from a like how much I enjoyed that day. Like because after the Premier League one, I was absolutely knackered and just went home. Whereas after the Sheffield United one, it was just don't know. It was just a better night out. <laughs> All the but town players back, were out. Younger back then. Well, yeah, they? exactly. Same, same as well. <laughs> I went out after the um, the Sheffield United one in Huddersfield, and the the the. the the other one, I, I was too knackered. I had to go home and lie yeah. down. But uh, yeah, things that stand out for Sheffield United. I remember vaguely late 1990s. I think Jacko might have been manager at the time. There was a, a one nil win at home, and it was right at the end when Wayne Allison scored the chief. Mm. Uh, he, he managed to score a last minute winner against Sheffield United at home, one nil. That was quite good. I remember losing to them on Sky. On I think it was on Sky. It was on TV. I think it was 95, 96. And Jostein Flo scored for, if you remember him, scored for Sheffield United. And Ronnie Jepson scored for us. And it was a, and I just remember being really sort of salty about their goal because it, it headed it and it, and it was going wide and it spun back in, go, back in the goal. It was absolutely bizarre. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, I get really, really salty about other teams getting luck. Jerry's back. Yeah. So, here we go. Jerry is back. Look. We're trying. We're making an effort. All right, we don't. <laughs> but uh, Jerry, you said one all, didn't you, for your uh, prediction? I did. Um, I, you know, I see this game being even towards the end, and I really think if that's the case, I, I, I think Tom touched on it earlier. Sheffield United. I don't think they're going to make the extra effort. I think they're going. You know, they probably got about an hour's worth of effort in them. Right. I think if town can get into those last 20 to 30 minutes with the game, even uh, I, I really don't see United going all out, uh, you know, to get a winner. That to me doesn't seem like the way it's going to go. Obviously, town are going to be delighted with a draw at that stage. I, I think both teams are going to kind of be like, OK, this is fine uh, if they can get to that point. I think Karoma's due for another goal. I think. You know, that shot he had, uh, you know, against Cardiff absolutely deserved the goal hitting the post. I think he's got one in him. So I, I'm going to say Karoma puts him up one nothing. United get one back late in the first half, and then it goes to 1-1 at the end. So fingers crossed, all the toes crossed, etc. This will be, be out 100%, Jerry, if he does. The, the, the conk, yes. as you call the it. Conk. The conch. Yeah. Conch. Conch? Yeah. Conch. Also got a jingle for that, but it's not very good. Conk. Conk. I'll tell you. Conk's a nose. Conk is what Alan Lee's elbows used to aim for. (laughs) Have you ever had conch fritters, you guys? No. No. They're quite good. If you you ever visit Key West, Florida, get the conch fritters. They're delicious. So where is a... But is, is this a conch, like a like a conch fritter, Jerry. No, I, I mean, I would normally just call it a conch, but that, when in Rome, you know, uh, so right. you guys call it a conch, I'll call it a conch on the podcast. You have, you have one of these things here, that, that's like chips coming out of them. Is that what you're saying? What are fritters? Are they, they're like grits. What are grits? Uh, uh, no, uh, you, you, okay, yeah, you, you, you take the animal out of the shell and then you fry it. Pretty simple. Uh, okay. With like some, mm. you know, salt and seasonings and stuff and, Dip them in a little bit of sauce. They're, they're, they're good. I'm all about the seafood. I do love some good seafood, so I'm up yep. for that. Absolutely up for that. Um, I think that's pretty much all we've got time for. We were talking about favourite Sheffield United memories, Jerry. I don't know if you you have one, particularly not being not been a town fan for ages, but there were things like Colwell's, Colwell's last-minute 
equaliser, uh, last minute yeah. winner even, uh, you know, last season, yeah. the 2012 playoffs. Um, a couple of good wins, at, you know, in and amongst. We used to get them in midweek for some reason, didn't we, Sheffield United? It was always a midweek game, which was annoying. Yeah. Anything stand out for you? I, the Steve Simonson penalty shootout victory um, because it was on TV. Like, this was back when there was no such thing as like, oh, I'll just turn on my iFollow stream and watch it. Like, you know, I'm an American Huddersfield yeah. Town fan who that was, I think, the first time I'd gotten to see them in two or three years uh, since the Arsenal FA Cup tie where Alan, Alan Lee scored uh, to equalize <laughs> there in the second half. Like, you know, back then, if you're an American and you want to watch Huddersfield Town on TV, you've got like a two to three year wait between fixtures that are good enough to appear on American TV. Uh, And so that playoff final, uh, I was so excited about it. Uh, And then it ended up being such a terrible game. Uh, Like you could just feel the heat radiating out of one's television set. Uh, You know, the players... You know, just it was clear that there was never going to be a goal in that game, it felt like. Um, But, you know, it all ended up perfect in the end. I got to watch it. I got to watch Huddersfield Town get promoted. The first ever tweet I sent out about Huddersfield Town uh, was about that game after it had finished. So uh, that's it there. Yeah, so Huddersfield Town were an absolute enigma out with the last we've we've reached four playoff finals since we've uh since we scored in one and we haven't scored in the last four playoff finals which is amazing <laughs> and won two of them so uh so there, there we go, go. <laughs> so who needs goal it is four isn't it tom it's not five we yeah. had 95 didn't we bristol rovers and then it was yeah. uh we didn't get to another final until 20 yeah. Oh no, we, oh no, Cardiff, yeah, so, Cardiff, obviously, yeah. yeah, so Cardiff, so there's Cardiff. Yeah. But we didn't score in that either. No, we so. didn't score in that, so it is five, so there's Cardiff, yeah. there's uh, Old Trafford with Peterborough where we lost 3-0, then there's uh, Sheffield United, Reading and Nottingham Forest, so yeah, five, so, and uh, we won three of them, so there we go. Incredible. <laughs> so, what a team. <laughs> what a club! We do not do things the easy way, this is why I don't, I don't see it. We're easy. We're just an absolute bunch of assholes. That's what we are. But anyway, it's just coming back for more, doesn't it? So I think that's all we've got time for this week, isn't it? So, um, Jerry, it's always great to catch up. Tom, um, who's catching who? I don't know. But, you know, hopefully it'll be more than a game of cat and mouse come Thursday and Huddersfield Town stroll to success and get the cream. But, guys, it's been great fun. Um, maybe we'll do this again sometime. Brady will be wanting to be back on, though, won't he? But um, thanks, guys, and uh, up the town. Up the town. Up the town. There's a team that is dear to its followers. The colours are bright, blue and white. They're a team of renown They're the pride of the town And the game of football is their delight Sing it, Tom And all the while Upon the field of play Thousands loudly cheer them on the way Often you can hear them say Who can be the town today A 
and then the bells will ring so merrily. Every ghost shall be a memory. So town, play up and bring that cup back to Huddersfield. So town, play up at the end of every game. Bring the cup back to Huddersfield. We are shut, we are shut, we are shut. Lads, what's your favourite 90th minute goal? Got to be Heffley against Leeds. A shot from Moy and sliding in at the death, Michael Heffley. Great finish to the game. Shared with my family, only made better by ordering McDonald's via McDelivery afterwards. Three points, not nugget share box, spot on. Order McDelivery now by the McDonald's app. You in. At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable. Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times.